Mums with Hustle podcast, episode 271. Welcome to the Mums with Hustle podcast, where you'll discover everyday mum entrepreneurs killing it in their industry. Learn the secrets you can replicate to create your own success with your host, Tracy Harris. Well, before we dive into this week's episode, I just want to take a moment to say a quick hello if you are brand new to listening to my podcast. Lovely to meet you. My name is Tracy Harris and I'm the host of this podcast. I am the founder of the online community for mums in business known as Mums with Hustle. I'm also the founder of the Social Method Society, which is an online membership with all of the online training and education and also the community support that you need to be able to master Instagram and grow your business online. In this episode, I'm going to be asking you a question and I want you to play all in. You may even want to grab a bit of paper or a journal if you're someone that journals, a notebook, something to write in because yeah, some stuff might come up for you. And the whole point of the Mums with Hustle podcast is that you take action. If you can take just one single action after listening to any of these episodes, you are going to be, oh my gosh, (laughs) 52 steps forward within a year because these episodes come out every week. Okay. So you ready? Let's get into it. Now, if you are wanting to advance your understanding and your skill set when it comes to how you can grow your business using Instagram, I actually have a free online masterclass that I am running next week. There are three session times to choose from. So head on over and grab your free spot now at the class of your choice. Go to mumswithhustle.com slash masterclass. Now, the cool thing is that I haven't actually taught a free masterclass since July of 2020, but I'm doing it next week. So if you would like to snag a free spot in my upcoming Instagram marketing masterclass for mums in business, go to mumswithhustle.com slash masterclass, register for your spot and put it on your calendar because this doesn't happen often and you won't want to miss it. Okay, so the big question that I really want to ask you is, are you playing it small in your business? So if you're not new around here, you may have listened to episode 263 where I shared my word of the year, the 2021, and I also went through my process for how you can choose the right word of the year you. So that word stays with you. It anchors you. It really gives you that momentum that you need in order to reach your business goals within the next 12 months. So listen to that episode 263 after this one. If you would like to hear a bit more about, you know, what is a word of the year, how to choose one, all of that. But in episode 263, I shared my word with you and my word is powerful. And oh my goodness, (laughs) that has shown up for me so in so many various ways since I really proclaimed that that is my word. And 
it has shown up for me and I've been given opportunities to be powerful and I've been given opportunities to choose power in so many instances, either through experiences, things that have kind of happened in my business or in my life even since then, in the people that I meet, in the opportunities that I've been given, guest speaking opportunities as well. Like amazing things have happened since I kind of adopted that word and really just declared it and owned it. But one thing that kind of, that I really sat with when I chose that word is, well, am I playing it small in my business or where am I playing it small in my business? Because being powerful, that has no space for, you know, playing it small, no space. So I had to get really clear with that. And this is one of the questions, one of the journal prompts that I used when coming up with that word of the year for myself. And I really wanted to share it with you because it doesn't matter if your word isn't powerful, you might have a different word. And thank you. Thank you so much also for hopping over on Instagram and sending me the messages and sharing your word of the year. And I know a lot of you that listen to this episode actually even did an Instagram post sharing your word of the year and you tagged me in that so I can see it. And that, of course, shares the podcast with other people as well. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for doing that. And I've loved hearing some of your words, things like joy, ease, abundance, love for some people, revenue, momentum for another person, like just really cool words. One of my friends told me her word of the year is perspective, and I thought, oh, my gosh, that's brilliant. So the question, the journal prompt for you for this episode is, are you playing it small in your business? I mean, you might even want to go and rephrase that to, am I playing it small in my business? And here are a few ways that, or a few things that you might be doing, a few behaviors or a few ways of thinking that are keeping you small. Here's how you know if you're playing it small. So the first way that is kind of, you know, a bit of a sign or a bit of a flag for you that it's time to step up, you're playing it small, is if you have this constant feeling of being unsatisfied or unfulfilled. So deep within your own knowing, you just feel like you're holding back. There's something there that's keeping you from stepping fully into what you could be doing and also what you want to be doing. And so because of that, you're feeling unsatisfied, unsatisfied by the results that you're getting and the things that you're experiencing in your business And you may even be experiencing amazing abundance in your business. You still have that feeling. And that's because there is no ceiling on the amount of abundance that you can welcome into your life and that you can even ask for. And I'm not just talking about financial abundance, talking about an abundance of health, an abundance of love in a relationship 
an abundance of joy. So if you're feeling a bit discontent or a bit unsatisfied, that is a bit of a clue to kind of turn inward and just think, okay, it is okay for me to want more. It is okay for me to go after more and set bigger goals because when you do that, you're raising the ceiling and you're no longer playing it small. Okay, here's another one. Another sign that you may be playing it small in your business is if you are kind of just hacking things together and avoiding opportunities to actually invest in your own knowledge or in your own skills and even in your own tools that you use in your business. And I'm talking about physical tools. So if you're an artist, what are the types of tools and materials that you have around you so that you can have the best possible shot at what you do? And if you are growing a business, what are the types of knowledge that you need? What are the types of skills that you need to be able to really have the best chance at success and have that cutting edge knowledge, knowledge, cutting edge knowledge? I can't say it. You know what I'm trying to say. And the skills that are necessary to build a business in the era that we're in, do you have those? Do you have the confidence? You know, are you trying to hack it together? Are you, you know, downloading all the freebies or kind of like looking at what other people are doing, trying to mentally reverse engineer it, trying to, you know, emulate that to some degree, but you're not prepared to actually invest the time and also the finances to really invest in yourself. So that's a sign of playing it small. The next one is that fear often drives your decision-making. I'm going to say that one again. Fear often drives your decision-making. So if you're playing it small in your business, you're going to come up against challenges and there is just a certain level of vulnerability that is required when you have your business. Vulnerability to even admit to family and friends sometimes that you're starting a business. Vulnerability to, well, invest financially in the business. What if it doesn't work? What if I can't see it through? What if I don't like it anymore? Vulnerability to jump on any social media platform and put your face out there or share an idea in a caption or make something with materials in your hands and sell it. That is vulnerability. And quite often what happens is, you know, there are a million decisions that a business owner has to make on any given day. And an inability to make a decision can cause you to just stay stuck and not progress. And an inability to make the right decision can also really slow you down and sometimes see your business end, unfortunately. Fear-based decisions are never the right decisions. And you know when you're making a fear-based decision because it doesn't feel good. The good ideas that you have when you have that whole response in your body that kind of is like, oh, I should do this. Or, yes, that's a great idea for an Instagram post. I want to share that. And it feels really good. 
but then you don't share it in that moment for whatever reason. I don't know. Maybe the cat just vomited on the rug. Maybe the kids are crying. Maybe you're not near your computer. Whatever happens, for some reason, you don't get to action the thing that felt so energizing. And then what happens between the time of you having that idea and you actually sitting down to do the thing or make the phone call or do the pitch or whatever it is, write that post, fear speaks. And now all of a sudden it's poking holes in the idea that felt really good. It's showing you that this is risky or this isn't safe. And when you end up following that voice, that's fear. So fear making the decision. And if you're operating in a state where fear mostly drives your decision-making, like, oh, I, I won't do that. What if it doesn't work? All of those thoughts of doubt, fear. It's fear. So that's another way to know if you are keeping yourself small in your business. I've got two more for you. You're too comfortable. (laughs) That's how you know when you're playing it small in your business. You may have set goals in the past. You may have gone through, you know, challenges. You may have reached a new level of confidence. You may be experiencing great things in your business. You might be making awesome revenue, even revenue that was once a goal for you. But now you're kind of complacent. You're kind of comfortable. So for you, I say, when was the last time that you set a really ballsy vision for yourself? Like a really big vision. It should be so big that it makes your stomach flip a bit. You know, your vision should be so bright, so ballsy that it gives you those butterflies, those uncomfortable feels like a, really? Can I do that? If you're feeling super cruisy and comfortable in your business, you're playing it small. Time to set a goal. And the final one is the circle that you're hanging in. So if you're choosing to hang in a circle, so I'm talking about the people that you surround yourself with in your day-to-day, and this is sometimes family and friends, and I get sometimes if it's family, I mean, it's hard. You can't really choose your family. And we still love them all dearly. And I'm not asking you to dump your friendship group and, you know, not speak to people anymore. That's not what I'm getting on here and saying at all. But if you're choosing to hang in circles where people don't take risks, where people don't really set goals or talk about their big vision, where people are afraid to spend money on themselves, not just for their business, but even on for themselves, you know, to go and buy a coat that they've been admiring or to go and have a nice meal at a restaurant, whatever it might be. They're resistant to spending money. Their relationship with money is a bit wounded for whatever reason. If you're hanging with people that don't prioritize their own self-care, if you're hanging with people that run others down when they achieve something, or laugh when someone says, oh my gosh, did you hear what so-and-so has gone off to do? Like, that's crazy or that's silly or that's going to be a mistake or ha ha ha. You want to live where? Oh my gosh, that's going to cost at least, insert a large sum of money here, 
like you're not going to be able to afford that, that's impossible for you, all of those types of conversations are not going to get you any further forward. And remember, I'm not saying ditch all those people. No, no, no. What I am saying is start hanging around people that normalize success, that normalize celebrating your success or your wins or the growth and the discomfort that you've gone through. They celebrate that with you. Hang with other people that are doing what you want to do or hang with other people that are being how you want to be. For example, we say this in sport all the time. If you want to be like an Olympic swimmer, who are you surrounding yourself with? I went to school with some amazing athletes, amazing swimmers as like, you know, that's why I'm using this as an example. And there was one particular guy, he was just super conscious of the social circle that he was part of because he was incredibly driven for his swimming goals. So that man not staying up crazy late at the parties, like going home at a decent hour so he can get enough sleep because he'd be swimming at 5am in the morning, not getting wasted when everybody was wanting to drink alcohol, when everybody was, you know, turning 18 because he was very aware of his nutrition and what he was putting in his body. So he was hanging around other swimmers and other athletes in general. Same with people that I know that are really into investing in property. So what are they doing? They are hanging around other property investors. They're hanging around other people that are headed towards similar financial gains in their life. People who are open to investing, not resistant to it. People who attend seminars and who follow the same sorts of mentors online. People who are open to parting with money. Same with anyone with the stock market. You know, it's not helpful if you're really wanting to invest in the stock market. It is not helpful to hang around people that feel super uncomfortable about the stock market because they will often say things like, oh my gosh, the shares have dropped. You know, pull your money out or I'm taking my money out. That's not really a helpful conversation to be around when you're trying to when you're not as conservative with how you're investing in the stock market. And you'd want to make sure that you have, you're getting financial advice from people, even professionals, that have the same sort of growth mindset that you require to experience that outcome or that result. Can you imagine getting financial advice from someone or real estate advice from someone who's kind of supporting you with their own back pocket, they're a bit afraid, they're going to lead you to fear-based decisions. So it's the same for, you know, the hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of women that are in my social method society. They have a common goal of wanting to make more money in their business so that they can have more freedom and more flexibility for themselves and their families. And they're doing that by choosing to master Instagram for their businesses. So the conversations that they're having are instantly more helpful than people that are not in this community and then are either going it alone or hanging around people that don't share that same goal, 
the aspiration, those same sorts of values. So who you hang around is huge. It is a large part of what will actually contribute towards what is possible for you. So there you go, that journal prompt, are you playing it small in your business or am I playing it small in my business? And those are some of the indicators or little little things that maybe you'll be like, ooh, yeah, actually, hmm, okay, I'm too comfortable. I'm going to set a goal. Or yes, the last big decision I made was based on fear. Or yeah, it is time that I upgrade my tools or my knowledge in my business. So thank you for listening to this episode of the Mums with Hustle podcast. I hope you got out of this one something that is going to move your business forward. And I would love to support you further by having you head on over and register for a free masterclass that I am doing next week. I think Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's the same class, just three different times. So hopefully one of those times suits you. It is completely online. You'll be able to see me. I won't be able to see you. So you can come in your comfies and bring a cup of tea or a smoothie or whatever. You can listen and learn from wherever you are. You just won't want to miss it. I'll be sending you a workbook to support you through this training and it is completely free. Like I said, the last one of these I did was in July of 2020. This is a brand new class. So come along. I've never shared this one before. Brand new class. I can't wait to help you advance your knowledge and your skills when it comes to marketing your business on Instagram so that you can start feeling more fulfilled and more satisfied with the results that you are achieving and ultimately the freedom and the flexibility that you're seeking for yourself and your family through your business. So go to mumswithhustle.com slash masterclass, grab one of those free spots, tell your friends about it, tell your friends about it. It doesn't happen often and I'll see you there. Also coming up next week on the Mums with Hustle podcast, I am going to be sharing with you the six leading ways that people are making money on Instagram. That is coming up next week here on the Mums with Hustle podcast on episode 272. So head on over and hit that subscribe button on iTunes and I will see you there next week, but also on our live Instagram masterclass online. Take care, everyone. 